Welcome back to the Man Catholic Podcast. I'm Steve Priest. I'm Thomas Woods. And I'm Brock Martin. Today we're asking, what if there's poop in the brownie? This time. Mm. All right, guys. So when I was a student at Colorado State University involved with Focus, my now wife was a missionary at the time. Awkward. And we became friendly. She was in her second year of Can being a missionary, friendly? guys. Just yeah, flirtatious. Got it, okay. Uh, we acknowledged one another's presence. Got it. In a very positive and affirming way. She was in her second year, so she was not on the dating I, fast. That just could mean a lot of things, judging Steve. me for okay. that as well, Thomas. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that she would bring up was this analogy of poop in the brownie. Now, for those of you who have never heard this analogy... Imagine a pan of brownies mm. and poop being in that pan of brownies. Just a little bit of poop. poop Just right? a little bit of poop. It depends. Would it's you still eat the brownies? And it was a challenging question, specifically around media, that if there is poop in the brownie, uh, sex, profanity, whatever it is, is can you still eat the brownies? So I, I, I want to throw that question out first, and then I have a follow-up question for you guys. After that, but let's just start with if there is poop in the brownie, can you still eat it in the in the pan of brownies? So I love the question because I get I think it gets us to start thinking about what we consume the entertainment in a different light, right? Like so mm-hmm. many times you just go through life, you're watching sports and the crazy commercials and you're watching movies and there's these scenes and there's these words and that stuff can kind of come at us without us ever actually having any intentionality and in thinking about it. And so this question does get us to think okay, there, there is stuff in what I am consuming that I don't like, that is not good, and where's the line? Like how much, you know, if it's a molecule of poop, it's a different question than if it's a cup of poop. And, and I just, so I don't know. I, I think it's, it's really good to start thinking about these things because, yeah, a lot of times we go through life and we just don't. Well, we're thinking about it first because we acknowledge that the poop would affect us, right? So if we ate poop, it would make us sick. If we so by by asking this question and acknowledging it, we are also therefore saying that media affects us. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I think that's an argument that that maybe modern culture would not say is that nah, it's you you can watch what you want or listen to what you want and and it's not going to affect you. Right. But I think it's on the contrary. We are saying by even entertaining this question, we're saying that media Mm-hmm. affects us. Yeah, and Aristotle, the ancient Greek philosopher, would agree with you, Steve. Two comments. <laughs> I'm and then, not surprised by that. What? <laughs> what? Okay, so we, we did a podcast on lessons you can learn from a spy, and I th- think that was the one we talked about, the need to be intentional. So yep. Brock, yeah. absolutely. Intentionality. So we need to live intentional lives, which means we should ask this question. 100%. I love that. We also did one on, can you say the F word, mm-hmm. which I just censored. And we talked about motive yep. behind that, right? And so I and we think talked we need about, to flesh we, that out we, with we, this. One of our first podcasts was in it, not of it. In and out of it. So how to be in, in the, the world, world and not of not the world. Of the I love world. it. So the question of can can media actually influence influence us? And I, will, I would say yes. I think you guys would agree. And I want to read a quote from Aristotle. He says, when one listens to music that imitates a certain passion, he becomes imbued with the same passion. And if over a long time he habitually listens to music that rouses ignoble passions, his whole character will be shaped to an ignoble form, which ignoble means like lack of character, something that's not good. So mm-hmm. so Aristotle back in the day, and Socrates was on the same line of thinking, Plato the same line of thinking. Aristotle was a disciple of, of, of that line. And I think there's something to that. I remember back when I was having my conversion in college, punk rock was my thing, loved that stuff, 
threw away a lot of CDs because mm-hmm. they talk yeah. a lot about using women, a lot yep. of F stuff. And so I was like, man, I need to, I need to be separated from that mm-hmm. in big ways. So I'm done with it. But I guess part of the question is, do you start to bring some of that back at some yeah. point or is it just always gone? Yeah. So this conversation was very similar with me as well with my spiritual director when I was in college. I love movies, always have, still do. And I had a massive collection of DVD movies. Now for you high school, college guys out there, it, it looks like a CD, but there's a movie on it. It's called a DVD. And we used to collect them and I had all the cases. I had like this shelf of DVDs. And you have to put it in a machine and hit put play it and it connects to your TV, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, It's true. And then if it gets scratched, it's just, it's oh, man. Anyway, so I had all these movies and when I was going through my conversion, that was one of the first things I knew I had to work on. I knew I had to cut out and, and throw away some of these DVDs. And I threw away quite a few of them. And they were, they were obvious ones, right? And American Pie, I'll throw that one out. If that series, I had a, a few of those DVDs in college. I knew I had to throw those away. Those were yep. no-brainers. But I got to one, and I went to my spiritual director, and I said, hey, me and my buddies, um, this new set of friends, we've been watching this movie on the weekend instead of what my other habits had previously been, but I've been throwing out a lot of movies. I'm wondering if this one qualifies should i throw this out i said because it all comes down to this one scene that doesn't have nudity but it's explicitly a sex scene and they're not married and and it's just the movie doesn't need it and he said you know with dvds you can hit that next scene button and immediately skip it and so we would watch it this movie and we knew when it was coming we'd hit next scene boom we skipped it and, and we'd continue going on and enjoying the movie. At the time, I, I could do that. And even now today, I still do that. If I, if I know a certain scene's coming up, I'll just hit fast forward or, or skip. I can't skip scene like we could on DVDs. But I think that's kind of along the same lines that you were talking about. Yeah. So when I was in college, I want to give a shout out to Mike Helsing, who was the focus missionary that discipled me. Love you, Mike. He really challenged me my senior year in particular when I was wrestling with what I was consuming, both in an in a entertainment sense, but also in a substance sense. I think as men, we are, we're constantly going to be tempted to ask ourselves, like, what, how far can I go? How far is too far? Yeah. How far can I get away from the mm-hmm. goal and still be air quotes? Okay. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the analogy of a, like a bullseye and a target. And he's like, do you want to be the type of man that asks yourself constantly, hey, how far away from the bullseye can I be and still be okay? Or do you want to be the kind of guy that gets up in the morning and can look in the mirror and say, no, I'm I'm shooting for the freaking bullseye today. Yep. Let's go. And um, my pushback to that was always, okay, well, if I'm being honest with myself, then I need to go be like a Carthusian monk and just get rid of everything. And I think on the other side of the scale, you know, we mentioned the, the in and out of it episode. I think it's helpful to know that on the other side of the scale is us being ambassadors for Christ that we're trying to evangelize the world. And so us being mm-hmm. aware of what's happening and, and having some sense of, you know, the things that are going on in the world and what what is popular. And can I have a conversation with somebody who doesn't believe in Christ? But I think that analogy is really helpful in this because, again, mm-hmm. my temptation would be, okay, well, you know, at least I'm not watching American Pie or at least I'm not watching whatever the show is. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Yep. But I, I think that, that that how far is too far question is the wrong question yeah. if we want to be the you know disciples but, of Jesus. But we learn we can learn from the Carthusians at the same time because th- there's a reason they do that. There's a, there's reason, a reason they, they separate from the world. Hundred percent. And 
the devil the devil can manipulate our imagination i believe mm-hmm. theologically is correct and so the old the monks of old would often walk when they would walk around they would look down at the ground with their hoods on and with their hoods on so the As devil blinders, the devil yeah. didn't know what they were looking at or realize that they're feeding their imagination with just the floor mm-hmm. so you have a lot less fodder to play with right and there's something to that yeah. totally now we can't just go walk through the world and consume everything and think like we're way better than these monks. Mm-hmm. So there is something we have to take away. There is some kind of a filter we have to have. There is yeah. an understanding that we're still human. We're still broken. This is not heaven. So what is that though? That's yep. kind of the question. Because yep. again, Aristotle's quote, it does impact us. Yeah. I don't know if we need to argue that point. No, it does. I mean, when I was a kid and we'd watch Karate Kid, right? And right when the movie ended, what what are we doing? We're doing You're that move that on. he won the wax tournament off. on, oh, right? The swan like thing? The, the, you know, whatever that, the, <laughs> the arms up and the leg up mm. to win the tournament. Like we're, we're all doing that, that kick move, you know? And when you watch uh, a military movie now, you know, the boys are out, you know, even myself are out like with playing Nerf gun battle. It's like, let's go play Nerf yes. gun battle. And so we want to imitate greatness. And yeah. I think that's yeah. a core part of who we are. And that's why we want to look to the saints and, and not 100%. to the, to the worldly figures, but I it does impact us. So, so here's my follow-up question. Going back to the poop and the brownie, is there a difference between poop being in a corner of the brownie pan and cutting that poop out and eating the rest of the brownies? Of, of, uh, f- go further on that. Yeah. The brownie's already... The brownie's baked. And then poop the, is shoved and then in the poop corner. poop is shoved in the corner. Okay, got it. And uh, now that we all have that image, yeah, thank, thank you for <laughs> taking us there, Thomas. Is um, this human poop? Or, or <laughs> there, so is there a difference between that and, and the brownie mix is thrown into the mixer and then poop is th- also thrown into the mixer. Gross. And then it's baked. So is there a difference between those two things? Yes. There has to be. So, But I'm, I'm trying to... This analogy, so if they're, if we're watching a movie and you're mm-hmm. saying there's one scene, yep. that would kind of be the poop in the yeah, corner. Yeah, that'd be that the poop in the out. corner. Can, can, if you or can fast forward a, that scene. a type of show or a movie that is just, it's got garbage throughout. Yes. And I think yes. you go you got to go back to not just is there garbage throughout, because let's say a war movie, well, what's garbage, I guess, is the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, so we got to determine that. Poop, yeah. right. Well, so, <laughs> but, but in a movie, what's garbage? Because there's a lot of bad words in war movies, but mm-hmm. if the war movie is like World War II and the theme is still good versus evil and it's inspiring, yeah, guys cussed in war. Okay, what's the yeah. line? I would actually say that's not poop in that example. Yeah. Maybe not, right? The, mm-hmm. the intention, the motive behind it yep. versus but a comedy. Been, okay, so there's been some shows out there that, that actually have a really cool potential storyline. Game of Thrones, let's just say it. Game of Thrones. And <laughs> I, I heard it was awesome. I started watching it and I got two episodes in and- and it was just like I I can't poop everywhere. I can't do this. Like I love these kinds of movies. This is like Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. But it mm. was just nudity, mm. like crazy. And I kept finding myself fast forwarding to where I couldn't follow the storyline anymore. And I was just like, yeah. I don't even know what's going on because I have to keep skipping so yeah. much. Yeah. To me, that was poop thrown into the mixer where it's like yes you have a good brownies or storyline you have a good but you have so much bad that is mixed throughout that it it actually ruins the whole the whole thing thing. where uh, okay so braveheart yeah braveheart uh william wallace sneaks off with the princess and has sex with her makes love to her right because they're in love but she is not married to him she's actually married to the prince completely inappropriate unvirtuous act of william wallace and there is some nudity in it you know Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a vulgar nudity but it is nudity and if you can skip that scene 
you still get the whole you story. still get Braveheart and you still get the whole story and I still think it's worth watching no I like that I like that analogy and I think that's helpful for us because again if if you're gonna take that hey no poop is okay then <clears throat> your your life is gonna look so different than what the world looks like that and maybe some people are called to maybe that. you need to do that for a phase though right right, right. that is that, yeah. that's also another good point I, I remember when, yeah, when I applied to the seminary in college the the seminary here in Denver has a spirituality year where you give mm-hmm. up media for a year. And so in preparation for that, I stopped listening to music. And to this day, that was 13 years ago. I still don't listen to music in the car because mm-hmm. I actually just really appreciate the silence, silence. and the time to think. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, yeah, the, my, my rides were always full with, with rock and with rap. Just, yeah, noise. just noise. So I love that analogy. Okay. So we're, we're saying that if there's poop in the brownie that you are able to cut out, Mm-hmm. If there is crap in your entertainment that you can fast forward or reasonably get around, yep. that that's okay. I think it, it would take some serious consideration and probably discussion with a good friend you know, who knows you and loves you and is willing to call you out. Because I've had some conversations with people who love Game of Thrones. And it's just like, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. And, and so it's a friendly, brotherly challenge that I give them to which they acknowledge it yep. typically and stop watching. I would I would say if if you are in the midst of a TV series or movie or music rap, you know, today's rap, Thomas and I were talking and you mentioned it in a previous podcast about country music, today's country music versus mm-hmm. when we were kids in the 90s country music. Those are different types of yep. country music right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I I just was listening to uh, Top Country or something like that when I was uh, I think working on the car and a song came on it was like drunk on a boat or something like that that's what country music is now and it was like like the the whole song was just about this guy being excited about getting wasted and i was just like (laughs) what happened that's poop mixed in the mix. that's poop mixed in yeah it's thrown into the mixer and it's just like this song is pointless um and if you think we're asking a stupid question go back and listen to the can we say bleep episode with nick smitley nick shout you out yeah this dude was playing at a very high level in yep. the entertainment industry and realized this without a podcast, without a spiritual director, just that what we are consuming can actually really can affect so us. so much and garbage can- and affects us. It does affect us. One way or another, it affects us too. Typically, it can be a lot of garbage. So back to your question, Brock, I would say if, if it's obvious, you probably know, and you're probably listening to this thinking, oh, this show, this movie, this music, I need to, I need to. Right. Stop eating it because it's poisoning me. Yep. There might be a show, a movie, music that you're listening to and you're not sure. I I would encourage you to have that conversation with either a spiritual director or just a friend who's going to love you enough to look you in the eye and, and speak truth to you. But I, I would consider it. And some of you might even be thinking, I'm just, I'm into all media and I do need to take that direct step back. Do a two day, do a seven day media fast and just see what happens. And to to wonder if this impacts us, I think we just have to simplify the question and look at children, right? Children don't come out of the womb saying the F word, right? Hmm. They start saying it after they hear it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yeah, we're more discerning, we're adults, we're smarter, we have wisdom, but we're still human. And children are often a reflection of the very basic humanity. Mm -hmm. Steve, you mentioned the imitation thing. Mm -hmm. So I think... To, to assume that we're much, we're so holy, we're better that we can consume all these things and not have it impact us is to be naive yeah. or to be presumptuous, right? Yeah. And we don't want to presume upon grace. I, I think I can listen to some music here and there that maybe drops an F-bomb and like, okay, mm-hmm. 
But if I do that over and over again, I'm going to feel that weight in my soul, mm -hmm. right? I'm just, I know that's going to, it's going to make me upset. It's going to, especially, well, if anyone uses the Lord's name in vain, it's just done. Like, yep. I just can't yeah. deal with that. But, yep. but the F words, like there's a lot of that, or even, even some less profound cuss words at less bad cuss words. Mm -hmm. I, it's just over and over again, it's consuming stuff that is not good, yep. even in small amounts. And yep. I think we have to be attentive to that. And to Brock, to your point of what are we aiming for? Are we just, are we trying to skirt in? Are we trying to go straight into the bullseye and knock it out of the park? Yeah, yep. totally. Right. Cause that's what we should be doing as men. We should yep. be trying to knock it out of the park. So there are some movies that, that completely inspire me. And I would, I really want to know what you guys think about this. And I've mentioned Braveheart and I, I would throw Gladiator in there and, and Band of Brothers would be another one maybe saving private ryan there's these war movies that are super inspiring and just like yep. pump me up and yep. call me to greatness have you seen top gun maverick <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that later and um, what i what i want to know from you guys is when it comes to violence how do we draw that line because there are some movies that i think in my own self-reflection that go overboard with violence which which dabbles with the treatment of human life and the preciousness of life and they kind of mock death in a way or mock they they go over gore um with their violence and some of these gr better movies in my opinion they show violence as what it may have looked like or could have been but they certainly don't glorify it or or mock death if yeah. you will are, are am i making sense i don't want to get too far into the weeds but i would say that uh it, it comes down to what is the story about what who's the protagonist who's the yep. hero what's the story that we are watching so if you're watching i remember in college well, a big thing was can saw. i give an example okay saw sir let's put saw deadpool maybe in one category okay. and then like gladiator you know braveheart what are those categories though right well i that's uh, i'm separating the yeah so the i think in gladiator of violence yeah, yeah. in gladiator and the war movies the the men are fighting for something greater than themselves, something that is virtuous into the, yep. you used the word ignoble earlier. I always thought that G was silent, but something noble, right? People mm -hmm. are fighting for something noble. I looked it up and hit the play play button and that's how they pronounce Gosh, it We online, are such so. smart wow. guys. That's awesome. Um, you learn something new every day. Um, but no, in, in Saw, there's no, there's there's nothing there's noble. There's no intent behind it. Yeah. There's nothing noble that's yep. being presented, right? Mm -hmm. And in, so in that case, I would say, yeah, that's probably, that's probably poop in the brownie. But, Growing up, and I think my parents did a great job with this, violence was not the hill that they were going to die on. Sure. And I think for men, we also, you know, if you're raising boys or if you're kind of coming out of a, a conversion, you got to pick your battles at the beginning. If you try to go after everything at once, yeah. you are going to fail and then you're going to get discouraged and yeah. you're just going to binge again. Yeah. And so I would propose that I that violence should not be the hill you die on to begin something with. something to consider not not yeah to die i would on. say nudity or explicit sexual stuff totally that needs to be a hill that you die on hundred like, i couldn't agree cut more that with out you. right away yep. my son so my son's 12 and we're in kind of that phase right now right where we're watching more than just uh minions you know or or this kind of these silly movies yeah where we're actually able to start enjoying adult-ish movies. And we do watch The Chosen as a family, and he loves The Chosen. We all love The Chosen. But then we're starting to get into movies like Maverick. And so we're having conversation. There are so many good things about Maverick. We will talk about Maverick, I promise <laughs> you. What I love about Maverick is the it's sex scene is not a sex scene. It is, it is an intimate scene, um, but there, there's no revealing of of sexuality of body there and so 
we still fast forwarded it for my 12 year old son and talked through it because they were being overly intimate when not in a marital relationship. And we didn't want to put those feelings in his heart or those images in his mind. And we still talked through it. Um, but, but I agree with you, Brock. It, it wasn't the six swear words of Maverick that I was worried about. It was just that one somewhat intimate scene yeah. that I was still concerned about. It's so violence. The there's good, I think, in learning what good violence is and what it's for. Right, defense, yep. protection. I think someone said one of the one of the mass shooters recently when he was younger, he would gratuitously just kill like rabbits and stuff in his right. So there's something twisted in that. Yeah, I go out, I shoot rabbits. And I talk to my children about this is why I'm removing them. They're a pest. This is the purpose. It's not just to kill. Right. And I think, you know, yeah, absolutely. My four and seven-year-old boys, after they watched The Hobbit, it's a little scary. Maybe they're a little young, but, but they're, seeing, they're seeing violence portrayed for a good. The idea of laying your life down to protect and yep. to guard. And I think as we can teach them that, if it's just for the sake of, of destruction and stuff, that is full crap in the, in the brownie. And I think yep. we, we need to ask those questions that we need to, we need to, we need to really reflect. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of the challenge in this podcast is guys reflect on what this is. So okay, if I yeah. can go practical. Yeah, yeah go practical. practical. So two quick points. One is, um, this is why the examination of conscience daily is so important yeah. because yep. if we're examining our conscience daily, we'll know, yep. wow, that movie impacted me. And I we'll become more in tune with our conscience. A hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we'll know there was too much poop in that, in that brownie or there was poop or there. Was I didn't see in. it. Right. Mm-hmm. The second point is, um, Brock, you had alluded to this in the media fast. We have to reset our filter slash conscience. Mm -hmm. So if you are in the midst of this right now, hey, welcome out. Come on, jump out of it. You might need to for a month, six months, a Mm -hmm. year, whatever that is, ask someone smart in your life to just completely fast from movies, music, and just reset your your filter. And you know this is true. If you guys have gone a weekend, a week without watching TV at all, cable TV, then you watch it and you realize that the commercials, the commercials are crap right now, yeah. because your filter was reset, right? Yeah. And we need to do that in our life. So if you're listening to this thinking, I love Game of Thrones. These guys are dead wrong. I encourage you to consider media fast. If you're listening to this thinking, no, nah, um, nudity doesn't bother because me. Because we get desensitized, right? Yeah. Yep. So if, if this is what you're thinking, I really encourage you to do a, a three-day minimum, consider a week media fast, and then just see what happens. All right, I've, I've got another practical. So before you watch a movie, even listen to music, ask yourself the question, is this media, is this content going to get me closer to the bullseye instead of further away? Is it going to make me a better man, a better person? And maybe the answer is neutral, but it, if the answer is, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to push me into temptation or it's going to push me back, then that, that's a clear way to understand that it, it's not worth it. It's just not worth your investment of time and energy. The second thing I would say is, can I have a conversation about this movie with my family, with a friend? So if you're going to watch a movie that like uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan that does have that violence or Braveheart that does have that one scene that you can skip past and you're going to watch it with some guys in the dorm, can you have a conversation about it? Yep. Can you talk about Gladi- Gladiator and the violence and the, but the sacrifice or Lord of the Rings? Can you then have a conversation which, which allows that media to be a tool for a greater good? I think one practical I would throw out, if, if this is still just a little ambiguous or kind of theoretical for you, one thing I would propose is 
just imagine that the Blessed Virgin Mary is sitting next to you, with like holding baby Jesus while you watch this. That's that's good. My test is a little bit more like um, practical. Not no, that yeah, that's okay, <laughs> so I'm just saying, just imagine. No, so to, to no, Maverick. No, no. Well, to let Maverick. Me, yeah, hold on. Let me tell you my example. So baby my, Jesus is crying. My practical is, so I fly a lot for my job, for my work. I think, could I watch this on my monitor in the middle seat of an airplane? Yeah, that's a great that's a good one. one. And not one. feel uncomfortable. Yeah. If the answer is no, then it's probably not worth watching. But you can still, I mean, you could have your earbuds in. People yeah. aren't going to hear the conversation. Yeah, but they're the going to be watching or, the screen, right? right? So that's just, that just goes that's for just nudity. That's just for the visuals, and, yeah. for the violence and the no, nudity. No, so I, I'm just trying to say, think through, uh, but, what if Mary but, was sitting okay, next to you? Virgin could you watch Mary, Gladiator? Jesus, yeah. Could you watch Gladiator? And, and yes, I could. Be able to say, all right. Blessed Mother. Yes. Yeah. There's some swear words in there. There's some violence, but I'm, I'm being entertained by the nobility of yeah, the hero. I'm confident having that conversation yeah, with Mary. I don't think you can do that with Game of Thrones, and I. So I think yeah. that imagining that has been is just really helpful to make it practical. Sure. And this was big for me in my in my journey with purity. It's yeah, just imagine. Totally. Hey, you need to know that at the general judgment, we're all going to see what each other were searching, what you were entertaining yep. yourself with. Wait, what? Yeah, that's that is a theological fact. So, so you might as well bring some brothers in and start talking about your exactly your so junk right now. Just to make it practical, you're going to see yeah. it later. <laughs> imagine that. Okay, I've, and grandma. Another thing is like grandma. Imagine your grandma's in the room. So grandma versus Mary grandma or a stranger there, on the plane. No, okay, la- point. Uh, last one. So it's kind of all related. So Boethius, I think was a Christian philosopher. I don't know anything about him, but he's got a great line. He said, going back to music. Because again, back then there wasn't TV, right? So music is part of us and either ennobles or degrades our behavior. And I think that the last, no, it's ennobles. It either ennobles or degrades our behavior. And that idea of after you consume something, kind of similar to the examine our conscience, watch yourself and how you behave, what you think in the immediate hours after you consume stuff, Hmm. right? And I think we've all been to that place where we've watched something, listened to something, and we're a little more rambunctious or a little more going in the direction that we probably shouldn't. Yeah, way from the bullseye. That's kind of that filter piece too. Guys, so many good uh, ideas and topics, practicals. I loved this discussion because as we were sitting here, we kept looking at each other and and we're wrestling through it with you guys. And so I want you to know we're right there in the fight with you guys. Um, And Brock and Thomas and I, our friendship has really grown doing this podcast. And so we outside of recording are constantly challenging each other and asking each other questions and for, and for advice as well. So I want you to know that we are not perfect. We are in the in the fight with you, but we have found this group and and you all as listeners cuz we're getting your questions and comments email to us as well. It's so good to know that there are men out there that are willing to step into the battle Thank and you. we're excited. Yeah, and we to, all love to brownies fight with you. To go with the analogy. We love we love good brownies. Guys, that's it for the Man Catholic Podcast. Shoot us your ideas, your comments at mancatholicpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share this with your friends. We'll catch you next time. God bless. <laughs>